best mate. A praying mantis just coming down the cricket It was, field. no, I was terrible at cricket, don't get me wrong. I, oh, I, I'm I, not getting you wrong. I imagine <laughs> you're you were getting me exactly ho- right. horrible <laughs> at cricket. I was, I was alright at um, things like hockey and, and tennis, but I was... Bullshit. No, I was. No, I really, you weren't. I really was. I was, good at, I was good at hockey. I really was. I was no. great at hurdles. I have hurdles, ribbons. I went no, to Satsaza. The fact that you that said shit. you were good at hockey makes me think you were even worse than I initially thought at cricket. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that is still accurate. My best, I don't know how much you know about cricket, probably more than I do, but my Ooh. best over, like I hated batting. I, I I didn't have my own pad, so I was always borrowing someone else's pads on the day. What's your favourite part of the day, cricket game, lunch? We, well, you, ne- you never took, uh, I guess you did because you swapped halves. <laughs> is that the sports term? Did you call you it swap swap halves? Halves? Yeah, is it time for swap halves yet? I'm you don't call it, I, I love fielding halves. because I just got to stand around and not do anything. Um, and I didn't like batting because I was forced to do things. And I was, <laughs> like, but but not not even because I was apathetic, but because I knew that I wasn't very good and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and everyone else was really you know into what it. What did you think about during? But you had day, to do a when sport. you were in the field. Like what kind of oh, things I don't know. did you think about? I just probably video games. Um, but my best over, uh, and by best, I'm using the term loosely, the best over of cricket that I ever bowled. No, was, you can have a best and it can still be bad, but it can be the that's best true. for you. Well, I had, I had the best game I ever played. I got two wickets, which was not bad, but that was the high. Um, and the worst I ever bowled was eight wides in an over, an over of six. And after eight, they, um, they force you to stop. Yes. Yeah. For, for time reasons. <laughs> He's, it's, he's never gonna get it. Um, <laughs> That's exactly right. So it was for everyone's mercy. Can we just <laughs> like, we'll give I was, you. I was not. Ones. I was not good at cricket. I was all right at tennis. I have to say. Anyway, let's get on topic. We've been talking too much about sport. Um, so you, I see you've hit record. I hit record mystically a long time nice. ago. A lot of sport talk at the start of this one for some this is a weird reason. This is long awaited sport. Like, no one knows anything about sport. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone involved has no idea about what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, welcome to Deep Fort. This is a uh, podcast that is slightly funny and slightly thinky. No, thinky boo. Mixing it up a little bit. I, I didn't want to say. Thank you, boo. I'm minky dee. Do you want to workshop that at all, or just... Hey, babies. This is, uh... My name is Nicholas. No, now you're going to confuse people. They don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's that laugh. I love the laugh. Shit. It's so nice to enjoy it just live. You, the listeners don't get the same, you know, experience that I do having it... So I'm Michael. Every... I'm Nick. This is Nicholas. This is Nick. We're going to talk about a question now. And the question for this week is about death. So, <laughs> hitting the same path. That we uh, normally aim for here. Um, yeah. In at the end of your life, what a! <laughs> <laughs> you said you were going to put it on silent. I don't know. You said that. Oh, that's really loud. I, I should I turn that off. How can it be on silent and then make a noise? Well, because it's obviously not on silent. Yeah, it's just that little switch on the side. Um, the question was: uh, at the end of your life, when you've died, what do you a want to be told by? some mystical being if there is a god or b what sort of information would you like to have it was so heavily slanted some mystical being this is a hypothetical guys essentially what nick's talking about is the pearly gates question the pearly gates question 
but he Which you, you said with a certain degree of confidence when you said that earlier as well, like it was a thing that people knew. But I don't know. Is that a common thing that... What, do you want to hear God say at the pearly gates? Well, you've spelled it out now. Yeah, that's I what I think that was say. implicit. What would you want to hear him say? Oh, that I was a good person, that I love my family, and that, um... Um... Yeah, I don't know what people say in that But is, is that... Is that because they need to pass the test to get into heaven? Is that implicit? I think in their heads they're thinking. So it's not like, we're getting to heaven, but here's a thing also that you might want to know. It also implies It's like, here's the test. I hope you've studied because... It also maybe implies that God could be convinced if you're good enough. (laughs) God is open enough to a a strong argument. What do you want to hear him say? He presents God, God presents his case, and then you present yours, and... And there's an impartial third party making the final call. If you have managed to snatch some money as you're flying up to heaven with you... You can maybe tip God or give him a blowjob at the pearly gates. Like, I don't know. I don't know, Daryl. You're not quite you, there yet. But you uh, have to suck a really good dick in order to get through this, which is ironic because that's one, that was on my naughty list for you as well. <laughs> yeah, nice tie together. That one. Yeah, it's tied it all together. Um, yeah, so the pearly gates question, as expressed in that useful um example there or also what kind of information would you like to be told about your life well let's be honest that was what you really wanted to ask didn't well that was what i brought i, I like the idea well, can of the because i'm not 100 percent clear on the question was it because we uh, tangentially talked about just about everything except the question for the past five minutes you're gonna have to start this one because last week i i, I think i said last week as well you didn't that i, have I any wasn't really interested well, you checked out last week. I wasn't week. interested. Like it was, it was nice to just kind of sit back, um, not have to do the work for once, and you know have other people do it. Quiet moment. <laughs> you were you were playing Tetris on your Game Boy for the entire. I didn't entire... know anything about the topic really. Yeah. Well, I didn't know enough, but it was nice to let Austin talk and monopolize the conversation. He was... monopolized the conversation. Very good. I said the <laughs> wrong word. You were giving me so much shit last week for not being able to say Wikipedia. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna use this as an opportunity to penalise you. Well, you did that. You said the thing that you're going that you should have done implicitly. I had nits which to makes pick. you a loser. No, oh. that's an awkward Nick, awkward way to start the podcast. What's the question? The question is, Wait, de- can you explain it to me? Okay, so picture that there's a god, and you've died. Oh, and you're shit. oh shit I know right you're like god I've spent my whole whole life bagging you and now I'm sitting here next to you it's a bit awkward <laughs> <laughs> so about that stuff I said my bad I thought that you were imaginary yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this like, is this is awkward for a, both of us how could god be offended by that like you, like if god is ex- god exists and you're an atheist and you got that you're like to be honest, I really thought that you just didn't exist. My friends told me that you might exist. They thought you did. I just like I just didn't think that you existed. Like I don't think he's he's. Wouldn't it be get great if he was offended. like? Wouldn't it be great if he was like flicking through a list of things he's like? Oh, Earth. Yeah. Fuck. I always forget about fucking Earth. Yeah. I should have I should have made more of an effort are to you sort guys, of are you the ones with a... the tentacles it's like, no, I can no never t- remember no tentacles <laughs> you're the ones that like because I've made three with tentacles around that area yeah, you got like sucked into a black hole no no, no, <laughs> no. that's not us yeah. no, oh, my uh, assistant yeah. is uh, 
Peter. Meth. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean. Like, what they were they? What they? What kind of drugs did they have back in the Jesus days? Well, they were brewing things, so they probably have alcohol. They definitely had alcohol. They definitely. <laughs> no, that was more New Zealand. It was. It was definitely. No, that no was that's Scottish. New. <laughs> you said it right, pointed it out, and then tried to reproduce it by going to a different accent. You would be surprised how often that happens. <laughs> the, uh, they would have had, you know, they would have had like marijuana and things, like any sort of growing. They would have had shrooms, anything that was naturally. Would they have used them. Yeah, I mean, what, peyote and that sort of stuff? Yeah, I don't know. It's like any, I don't know. Do you assume that, like, God's only eating natural drugs? He takes vitamins. He ta- yeah, he takes two vitamin Bs every day just to get, you know, the blood pumping. He doesn't, he doesn't get much sun. Why do you I don't know why. Because he's above the clouds. I thought, for a second, I thought you were going for a pun where, like, he did, his Jesus was down below or something Wait, like that. Wait, why would he get less sun because he's above the clouds? Yeah, he'd exactly. get more sun. He'd, get, he'd be... Super tanned. I mean, traditionally, Jesus was meant he to be black be as well. He would be super tanned. <laughs> but he'd be cold. I mean, there's very little oxygen up there. Wait, you know how in space hell it's freezing cold? Yeah. Is it also hot? No. I mean, you're being irradiated. Because of the shit. atmosphere? It's it's either one or the other. It can't be also cold and hot. Okay. It's like absolute zero in the very vacuums of space. Yeah. And, but because you're there's also no being... atmosphere to trap it in? With that... So heat, oh, this is this is going to be rife with errors. So I already know what bullet point I'm going to be put in. But <laughs> you're probably I'm, going to copy and paste it. I'm going to copy and paste the um, heat is infrared, right? So it's a kind of radiation, and I think that that radiation comes in the form of a wave, and a wave needs particles to propagate against. So I'm not sure that you can send infrared through an absolute vacuum. Okay, that sounds know, about right. I don't know if that's right, though. Well, I mean, you can... worst case scenario, you're wrong. Someone emails us in to correct you. We get true. an email. We get an email. That's so, right. <laughs> we can't lose. Wouldn't it be weird if just one week we get a PayPal email, but it's PayPal being like, actually, it's x-rays you were thinking of. <laughs> PayPal listens to us? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're not going to sponsor you. Not going to sponsor you, but just so you know, you're wrong about... guilty pleasure. You're wrong about the infrared stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like there'd be, you'd be getting radiation. You'd get gamma... what? Gamma rays and that sort of okay. stuff from like sun, so you, you know it's it's not a healthy place. Space. space? No, um, no. I've seen that George Clooney movie. He uh, as soon as he gets out in the atmosphere, his face just shatters, just shatters into glass, into space, so, space glass. Um, dude, George Clooney would never lie. That's true. Um, God, how do we end up? So we're talking about um, what information would you like to be presented with at? Can you start? I can start. Because you'll get well, me see, this is rolling. this is a risk because the thing that I that I'd want to be told. So I'm going to deal with the first part of the question first. You know, what what would you like to have told to you um, by um, by God if He was there? Um, I I the answer that I would give is the answer that Douglas Adams wrote in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and I, and I feel that that's too great a line to, for me to start with. So. Um, I'll let you say your your answer to that first. But in terms of the numbers side of things, um, the statistics of life, like that's that's the stuff that I find really interesting and the stuff that we'll actually eventually be able to track anyway. But the idea of, you know, how many steps did I take? How many kilometers did I walk? You know, how many times did I breathe? You know, that sort of stuff. That very basic... No, I mean, not, not that. I'm not talking about specifically. 
but just like well, what were the other ones you were talking about before yeah like how how far away f- what was the furthest you ever got from any other living person you know okay we're the loneliest you the ever loneliest were, you ever uh, were geographically geographically um i like the other one that you said but uh, how many people would looked at you and thought I would have sex with you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a like great people one. walking past and thought, yeah, I would have. Because I think about that one every day, anyway. <laughs> 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 is she thinking she would have sex with me or not? The 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 part that you run into trouble with is you go up and ask them afterwards as well. I know. So and it makes it difficult. It. Yeah, but no, I mean that that is uh, everyone. Everyone would love to know that question. Oh, of sure. course. No, How many times no. could I have hit that and never known? You oh, know. Oh yeah. Oh, that would be. It, it would, it's something also that you, you'd only want to know. No, exactly. It's the only thing yeah. you'd want to know when you're dead because you'd be like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> God damn. All these uh, times. Yeah. You would have gone down the wrong path if you knew that information. Me? No. Anyone. That anyone. Yeah. You, thought, yeah. maybe. No, no, that, no. You'd, you'd be sensible about it. I, I, I think, yeah. You wouldn't I just go around that, fucking everyone. Oh, that was the fuck you. Oh. You would, uh. You pace yourself, I think. I'd like to think anyway. <laughs> I spent a lot of time thinking about this. and Yeah, that's the way I imagine you having sex. Yeah, yeah. Just well, calmly. I would like to know... Well, maybe this is, isn't so much to do with data, but... Um, what... Uh, this is... I don't know if this is too far This is just the first thing that I thought of just then. Yeah. Um, which is... I would like to know the major decisions in my life so the big ones how each of oh, how i turned out the road not taken those. so even if i took one decision yeah like um did i take that job or not did i yes stay with this person or how not how each of my I, i'd be happy with four four different scenarios how it could have been you want to see four different branching pathways and see the way that your life turned out with those different choices four if i think it was more than four i would it would do my head in a yeah. mad. But, but that that implies that there is more than one causality. You know that that was something that is predictable. Um, I am of the opinion that the many worlds theorem. No, no, no. I, I that that actually, I hate that question because really. Oh, I just don't think it makes it. I think it's counterproductive. The constant infinite splitting there's, there's of another, every in another universe in a parallel universe you are. And you've got the exact same life, but then you're, you know, you're wearing blue, you're in blue skin or something like that. I don't know. Why blue skin of all the things? It's an example. Yeah. Mate. Okay. Um, but that, because that's kind of just, um, science fluffy, like shut up. Shut what, up what, what do you mean? Shut up. Nerd. It's just, it's counterproductive. It doesn't help anything. It's just like a, it's a philosophical concept. But then people start thinking about it um, as if it's real. I think it confuses people. And you know what? It may just I'm a, I may just be the only one confused. So what do you what do you mean by? You know when people say you know you you know there's, there's, a different... there's another uni- parallel universe where you're everything's the same but one thing's different. I think people that say that are not fully. I mean, so the idea is that every choice, every every thing that you do has a ripple effect where it had any number of possible outcomes and so any at any time you make that choice or that you behave in a certain way and it, there's two options say and it splits and then in those two options those would continue where one is you made this choice and one that you it's made the other true. but it's not 
there isn't a way that that can happen. I don't think in in the mo- when people are talking about it in, in that context, they're talking about the end result at the end of a branching path, not just one change where you put on a green shirt instead of a red shirt that day and then the entirety of your life was the same like they're talking about the vast infinitely expanding tree of choices that you could have made and the the end point that you get to you know what does that yeah but okay in my in my head though it always maybe leaks into this is a a A parallel universe yeah that a physical thing that is happening or could or not even could it, it, that it is happening in it at like now yeah like, i think i'm just like overwhelmingly confused by it i think that the the whole concept of the many worlds this is not at all what we're talking about but the the whole concept of the branching path thing is that it's like at a quantum level possible that there it, there could be you know we'll never possibly ever be able to confirm it or experience it but the idea that there is um, other universes parallel, like a huge bubble of universes, um, all where we've you know split off with different probabilities. Almost like it's a probabilistic um, okay. split. I mean, I wish someone just said it like that. Instead of like the sci-fi concept of you have two parallel timelines, and then and then there's like one difference, the sliding doors thing, where everything was the same. And you make one choice, and then everything continues the same, except for that. It's a great concept. That's to a think concept, about. but I don't think it's what the many worlds theorem is talking about. Oh, okay. Well, okay. In the modus, in the broader context. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Sorry. How did no? That's I like it. But how did we get there? What was? Why did you? What was the thing you oh, wanted to be told? Yeah, I just. I mean, I have almost like an obsessive. Oh, you want to see the other parts. An obsessive kind of thing of with um. Why did I say obsessive thing instead of obsession? Yeah, I wanted to soften it. I think. Okay. I have a, a little obsession with um, a little obsession with having regrets, and I think I'm really worried about it. I'm really worried about having regrets, even though it's inevitable. Yeah. For the most part, I'm. I don't know what else that kind of maybe alludes to. I don't really want to think about that, but um, the idea of having regret, regret, um, a big one, scares me so much. I think maybe I'm worried that I won't be able to deal with it properly. Mm. Uh, if if I, I don't know, that I don't know, but I mean, I, every everyone has regrets i know i know that they're inevitable yeah but you know just like an obsessive do you think thing with like asking my asking my dad it's the when un- he when 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 were you at the biggest crossroads of your life and and what regrets do you have and trying to work out the ones that he's not telling me uh be, to save me you know for, from the pain of to, or well you know the way i view my parents marriage or whatever like uh, that hypothetical thing yeah but maybe you know there are some regrets that my dad doesn't talk me tell me about. That you know that's the best I've got to go by. Hmm. And um, there's some regrets that you can't even verbalize because they're so intrinsic and painful. The idea of like you you couldn't even express to your son. You know. Oh well, I yeah, I can I can only well, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare imagine. Yeah. Um, 
but to that, I don't know, that, that, that is something. I, like, I, I, do you feel like getting the answer to that? Do you feel like if, yeah. you know, that thing, you know, if God or whatever could tell you what the other outcome of that was, bearing in mind that it's a splintering of choices that making that one choice can still end up in any kind of, mm. any number of infinitely shit possibilities, you know, um, but assuming that there's some one pinpointable most likely to have occurred alternate life sure. that you lived, would you find that cathartic to know? Yeah, no, I think I have an insatiable desire to know the answer, but if I was given the option of knowing, I would decline. Oh. I, could, I couldn't. You couldn't I face it. No, I'd go mad. I wouldn't be able to do it. To know what to, you've missed out to, on. Um, to, to know the consequences. To, th- to think that I have any sort of predetermined fate uh, it, not even fate, but just yeah. anything that's predetermined. That's the I whole would... opposite of that, though, because that proves that it wasn't predetermined because you chose one way or the other. No, well, no, well, you're thinking of if I'm presented with the four cases, and then I. You said the idea of having a predetermined fate, where i.e. you could have ended up in a different way, um, but. I think that's the opposite of fate because you came to that crossword and you, you made a choice and and it could have gone either way See, and all you're being shown is the other option but you had the absolute power in, to choose that in this I am of this opinion and I think that I, I think I pre- I think I've told people before and they I've I was been, I've been surprised when people think that I'm wrong um, I am of the opinion that everything that is, was always going to happen like that. So we start from the Big Bang. Every kind of thing that's happened uh, would have happened the exact same way uh, every single time. If you were born, if you were born with Hitler's genetics and you have every single little tiny experience that Hitler had, you would become Hitler. Hitler has no choice in becoming who he is. Um, uh and he, he has, you know, from when he's a, a five-year-old kid, obviously he doesn't hate, you know, Jews and things like that. Um, but uh, not things. Uh, doesn't hate people like Jews. Oh, shit. Um, um, okay. Now, you're, you're meaning things broadly, like people the, and anything Every else. choice you make is based on the previous choices that have led you to that choice. Does that make sense? But it's still our choice. Uh, but you make those choices based on the person that you are at that time and that you're the person that you are is a result of the choice that you've made but, before no but they're now, not choices though they are choices because, but here's no here's the thing okay. here's the thing oh, no like let oh, me let me okay yeah okay you you finished thank you uh, <laughs> i threw the i threw the biggest tantrum so i win <laughs> we are like 23 minutes in and we're not restarting <laughs> Um, so if you're, if you're, if you're like a baby and you're, you're given the first ever choice that you have as a baby, right? It is, do you want a fork or a spoon? I don't know. So you make that choice and then you make another choice and you make another choice, but, and then you've learned from the mistakes. You, if you, Hitler had no choice in being Hitler. It was always going to happen. He, Hitler, Hitler was always going to exist from the moment of the big bang that is my opinion. Okay, so you've expressed it. You okay? So we got here by talking. Oh, <laughs> oh 
Yeah. I'm not even drunk. You're not even drunk, but you've I'm gonna spilt feel wine like all I, over yourself. I'm going to feel like I'll wet myself if I don't turn over the pillow. <laughs> just, just feel my own like peripheral like Awareness. conscious <laughs> level. I have to turn over the pillow because so otherwise my brain, like might, it might just, yeah. th- my brain just might think I wet myself and yeah. I'll feel insecure. Oh okay. gosh. Okay. So we Back got... Back to confident. Um, we... <laughs> We, uh, we got here by talking about regrets and the whole idea of regrets, particularly the regrets that you know ended badly. Once when you saw the re- result of the choice you made, that is a regret because you wanted to make the other choice. And that, that shows that it wasn't like, there are choices that I've made where I was right on the edge, you know, of like, I, I couldn't decide. And I just, I picked one way. And I honestly believe that going through it again there is absolutely the same likelihood that i could have picked the other thing even as myself i think you're i think you're i think you're really wrong and i really i really am very i feel very confidently and strongly about this actually to a weird point this but is that is that the reason why even even the struggle even the even the struggle that you had either way for those decisions was you were always going to have that struggle. The reason why you That's, chose a certain way but that, is because of who you are before that. And but it, it's not... But choices and stuff aren't all just you either. It's, uh, I mean, you're going to... It's gonna, environmental you do, factors Yeah, yeah as I know, well. but you're going to say environment was the same choice. I know, I get your environment argument. environment is all part of it. So I get your... I get your everything but would have happened that's a the very, same way. That's such a fatalistic... Um, I'm but, I'm not happy about it. I don't want <laughs> no, to. No, well, be obviously, this way. no. But that, but the it, fact that I don't but know, it's it is. I think there is a it, way to predict everything. There, hypothetically, wait. I want to hear your answer to this. Do you think there is a way? No. A supercomputer no. could predict ev- anything. No. I think there will be. No. There's too much quantum randomness in the world at the very mole- like molecular level. It's just there's too much shit that that is just constantly changing but um the 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 excuse almost that everything was ha- that's what it is it's an ex- it's an excuse that everything was going to happen this way and it and it and it prevents you from having to face up to the fact that you made a choice that ended up shit. It's a comforting thing. No, Nick, it's not. No, you're completely misinterpreting what I'm saying. I I'm genuinely saying that I don't I don't I'm not it's not it's it's absolutely not an excuse because um I uh, it I I don't know how I don't know how I can explain this properly, but I I'm I'm not using it as an excuse um Fuck. You, but you're saying that everything that ever happened was due to stuff that occurred before you were born and that you had no responsibility in the way that you turned out and the, the choices you made because everything that happened from your very beginning as a child was all shaped by the environment around you and that, that changed the way you are and the way that your brain processes are. And you might have consciously come to a point and consciously made a choice, but that choice was always going to be the same because of the way that the universe exploded 13.8 billion okay. years ago. You could find it You could find it comforting uh, if you thought about it like that. I can see that now. I, I don't think it's too kind of grand for the brain to grasp in any sort of realistic way so i don't think 
you could genuinely seek comfort from something like that because your life is still happening and it's still real to you. And but it's, you- it's, that's, a, that's a religious argument. That there was a purpose to all of this. There was a reason that this occurred and that I'm going to continue to live my life and, you know, God, no, God, I mean, has a, God had, had, had a purpose. Purpose is different. God, no, but it's the same excuse. It's a, it's a causal thing. God had a purpose. There was a reason that this happened and that I'll just continue. I'll get to my point and I'll live my point in the present and I will make choices with free will, but that everything that ever occurred was by design or by consequence of something that occurred. I can see, I can see that. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, yeah, I accept that. I, I'm, I'm not personally... Yeah, I, I'm thinking it, but I'm not, I don't personally um, seek any sort of comfort from that idea. I, I really think that it's true. So, hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I believe you. Hands up. I believe you that you don't find it comforting, which is why I described it as fatalistic. But I, you, I can't help but perceive it as a cop out, unintentional, subconscious cop out or shunning of the factors and your decision making process. Yeah, it's got nothing when it comes to that point. Yeah, it's a. I think because, that's the point. Like, it doesn't affect my decision-making process at all. But, but you're descri- exactly. But you're describing that decision-making process of being, as being, out of your control. Okay, I'm thinking about it when I'm sitting in bed. I'm not thinking. I'm not conscious of this as I'm living my life. Yeah. During the day, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's it's, uh, it's something that I just. It's a philosophy that I think, um, but day-to-day on a day-to-day basis um, it's not in the forefront yeah but that that's the whole point that you you go about living your life with the so-called free will but then then if it ever comes to a point where you're thinking about a choice that you've made you have the fallback position you can lean on if you're lying in bed thinking about a shitty choice you've made of well i didn't actually really have any other option that was gonna it was always going to be this way yeah i don't i don't think that's very likely uh, for someone to be able to do it. I don't think anyone's got the ability to do that. To do what? To actually derive any sort of apathy towards the decision-making based on that philosophy. No, but it's not apathy at the time. It's... It's... And I don't mean comfort to be like... To me, to like, be comforting. Like a, oh well. Yeah, like to make not, you feel okay. better because yeah. it doesn't, and I understand that. But I mean it in the sense of you. You push off, what could be, say, a positive experience of, well, shit, I, I acted like an asshole to that person, and this caused that reaction. I could, in the future not do that you know by by instead uh relying on the suggestion that it was always going to occur that way because of the environment and everything that led up to it like it 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 relieves you of the responsibility to positively react to the decisions you've made going forward. 
Okay. I don't think we're going to meet on this yeah. uh, exactly at the same point. No. But I do see your... I do see what you're saying. Yeah. Now, um, yeah. What's the uh, what's the thing that Douglas Adams? Yeah. Said? This is this is I I love this so much more than, I mean you have you you've read the Hitchhiker's Guide series, haven't you? I haven't read it. No. Oh fuck, man! I I've was seen the the movie trailer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not even the whole movie. You've <laughs> seen the trailer of it. Uh, yeah. Um, I've, I was be- I've barely seen the trailer. Oh. <laughs> I saw the first three minutes just when I was like flipping. Yeah. Um, oh God, you need to read those books, man. You'll love them. Um, he was he was such an amazing technological mm-hmm. pioneer and and thinker and everything. It's amazing. prophet. Was he a prophet in a way? Um, in, in like a yeah, a little bit. The whole concept of the guide, right? You know, the hitchhiker's guide. What do they call Nostradamus? What's what's his profession? Yeah, like a. A prophet? No, not a prophet. He's like a um, fortune teller. Um, fortune teller? <laughs> no, no um, like a. He was a bit a of a seer. Hacker. Oh, well, no, like what, a, there's a word for there it. There is. I Why think, can't I think of it now? It. Not predictor of things. Future, future think, predict, man. Um, the uh, the whole concept of this this book, this tiny little book that you could carry around with you, that has all of the information about everything in the universe, mm. um, like an encyclopedia that you can carry on to you, and it'll just tell you things. You know, this was something that was written in what sixties, seventies, um, and you know we have it. We have a phone now. We have Wikipedia, and it has everything. Like in many ways, a lot of that stuff is you're grimacing, yeah. but yeah. because it seems obvious in because retrospect. Because a lot of the time with these predictions, people latch onto something, and they're like, "Oh, they uh, the, a prediction that they have." Like, "Oh, we have like you know, nineteen eighty four. I saw a thing today on Facebook." 1984, what George Orwell predicted, the NSA, seeing it as like spying on everyone's information through. No, because he didn't ever mention Gmail. Yeah, that's no. Like, I would, I, I, I need my, I wish I could think of the word. You can't, but you can't predict the specifics of something. You can predict the yeah, trends. But, but when you're saying with Douglas Adams, how he thought there was a book with like everything in the world. No, I'm not saying that. Now we have iPhones. I'm not saying it was. He should have no, said no. a phone. No, I'm not saying that it was. A prediction that he made. I'm saying that he he had a sci-fi concept which has, in the intervening forty years, become reality. So he predict he was using as a device something that was future, like impossible technology to them. You know, it was a yeah. futuristic thing. And as a society, we we've got there. It wasn't that he expected it to be there in 2013. It was. What was the year set on that? On those books. Well, it was when it was written. Though. I think it was like sixties or seventies. No, but what was what year was it set for? At the time, it was it, it was written at the time. Wait, is it set on another planet? No, it's set. Well, yeah, eventually, but yeah. Oh what? You no, it's okay. Just read the fucking books. Anyhow, we're getting distracted. Um, the the quote, which is great, that there's this um, paranoid android, um, Marvin the. Um, the robot who's just a super depressed guy, super intelligent, super depressed guy. And it goes through five books and um, universe gets rewritten and he ends up being like four times older than the actual universe itself, right? And it just constantly shit upon. And there's this final wall, um, you know, this mystical rock, which is said to contain the last words of God to his creation. And he's climbing up this, you know, long quarry face and whatever, and he comes to this ancient treasure and the words that are left there by god are 
sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> and I just think that's the most perfect, poetic, just like the best. That's what I'd want to hear. So what is that in reference to? What is it in reference to? Just like the idea that this God has created a life and, and a world and a thing which wasn't exactly perfect. Sorry for the inconvenience. It, it, I, yeah, it's, I love it. Okay. I think it's exactly like I, just the idea of this God who has a certain sense of what shit you've gone through, you know, a certain sense of responsibility of, you know, what you, what your life was, you know, I find it really quite poetic and beautiful. Do you think, well, if you were, I'd like to know the answer now. What, what if you did work as, what if you did die and you, and I know you're an atheist, but yeah, what, what, what would you, what would you say realistically? I suppose the, it's the reverse of that. Um, Would you apologize? No. There'd be nothing to apologize no. for. I think um, there, it's that reverse of, what's that? Um, if there is no God and you act like there's no God, then there's no loss. But there is a God and you've acted like there's no God, then you'll be punished. So the rational yeah. thing to do is to act like, you know, to believe in God yes. and then you'll be rewarded. Yeah, yeah. There's a reverse of that. And the reverse yeah. of that is... You gave is, me a brain. Um, aneurysm. And you, you, you expected me not to think of it as... Yes, well, that th- that one, yeah, but also, like, the idea that if there is a God and you've spent your life not believing but being a good person and treating people well, then, you know, good for you. That's the beliefs that, you know, I expected of you and you'll be let in regardless that you don't know mm-hmm. you because you're a compassion. You know, I'm a compassionate, omniscient yeah. presence. So I would imagine that if there came to, you know, I, I came to those gates and I hadn't been a good person, he'd be like, yeah, cool, man. You know, yeah. thanks for the, for the effort. But I think that, that no hard feelings. That also, uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, but I think that also, uh, exemplifies how much God is a reflection of ourselves yeah. and how, you know, how, you know, to us, God says, yeah, that's cool because that's how we, that's how we, that's how we, we would, picture it. If someone yeah. said that to us, that's how we would think. Yeah. But God is God is a reflection of of, of yourself and what you think is good, um, and what you consider morally important. You could do important. bad things and think that they're bad, and you would you, know, you would be God in that sense. So, it um, it's it's kind of yeah. yeah. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Luckily, there is no God, so that's that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> Can that, can Just get that out of the way. Can we get that on t-shirts? <laughs> well, that's a relief. Luckily, uh, I, I want all the uhs in there as well. Yeah. Luckily, uh, there's uh, no God. So, that's a relief. Well, that's it. We're at um, 42 minutes, so that's fucking long, actually. Um, but too long. Too long. I'll cut a little bit at the start out. We had a lot oh, of sport yeah. talk. <laughs> I didn't know when you were recording. Just fade that in. We'll baby. fade that in, yeah. Fade it in, monkey um, boy. Should we readdress the initial question, or did we sort of cover it? I, I feel like we didn't talk about the stats enough. Cares. Yeah, we didn't. You, talk, I wanted to talk about the stats. A bit. I feel like you wanted to talk about the stats way too much. I find that stuff like that's what I would have found interesting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, everyone's not you, that's Nick. <laughs> that's really deep, Michael. I never right. thought of it like that. Well, deep thought. Oh, well done. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, wrap this up then. Uh, we uh. We like to receive emails. We don't get that many, but you can send them to uh, deepfort at gmail.com. Please send us questions and that sort of stuff. 
And we should probably say the sponsor for this week. Yeah, absolutely. And who's that? The sponsor is still the tuner, actually. <laughs> John West Tuner has come back. Um, but, you know, they're one what, of our longest standing Plain tuners. or sweet corn? Actually, no, no, neither. It's the chili. There's a chili, chili? tuner? Yeah. Wow, John really West. I want to have some of that chili tuner. John okay. West? No. Eats best. I, I think that's the actual one. No, it's not. It's... John West, meet Beth. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I don't know why that tagline hasn't caught on. John John West, meet it's Beth. It's just someone introducing John to Beth. <laughs> John, John's actually a John, lucrative tuner. Tuner tuna baron. Manufacturer. <laughs> He's done very well for himself. Oh, He's got that's a good. line of tuner. Um, and we have a uh, we have a website deepfort.podbean.com you can Yay. you can hear our episodes there we're on Facebook like us on Facebook facebook.com.au dot slash yep that's the address slash gov two <laughs> slashes and then a gov <laughs> at the end it is facebook.com slash deepfort and uh, gmail account is deepfort at gmail.com again that is that is the second time we've mentioned that but yep that's correct I just wanted to feel like a contributor <laughs> that's right um, sorry for the very long episode but uh, <laughs> why are we apologising for that shit because, fuck you uh, fuck you uh, well I appreciate you thank you I'm the good cop and you're the bad cop in this podcasting relationship alright 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 <laughs> it hasn't got any better wait ah. Oh. You know, I've been practicing during the week. What? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? <laughs> yeah. Is there a particular Tom Hanks line that you can say in your normal voice before you Tom Hanks it? Um, I have to do it next week. Wilson. Time. We've run out of time. No, we haven't. We've got plenty of time. You can't mention it and then not do it. Yeah. Can I mention it and then do it next week? No. You said you've been practicing it all week. Well, I haven't been practicing that much. You can show the improved version next week, but we need a, we need a baseline. Um... I did have a bit already worked out. Run, Forrest, run. No, it wasn't contrite like that. <laughs> it was It was a quote with meaning. It was... Um, Don't, how can you not remember it? You said you've been practicing it. Like, it's, like, so it's, it's pretty similar to Matthew McGonaghy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point where that evolved. And Into the Tom Hanks. Hanks. Or what I thought was Tom Hanks. Have you confirmed it against an actual clip of what Tom Hanks sounds like? No, that's not how it works, mate. Okay, well, let's go ahead. I forgot what I said, though. Oh, you look like an idiot. Yes, we're going to leave everyone hanging till next week for the Tom Hanks clip, so great job You'll with have that. To... No, that's Tune good. in next week to hear what is going to be an underwhelming Tom Hanks you impression. Should, you should want a good cliffhanger. Uh, you should appreciate one. If anyone... All right, well, see you next week. <laughs> 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 you're not you're not gonna say goodbye or anything uh, uh that's goodbye. fine good okay well sorry i missed you already